Welcome to another episode of the Harvest Profit Podcast. Nick Horov, the founder of Harvest Profit, coming to you from a blustery day, no surprise, in Fargo, North Dakota. Today I want to talk about a really great blog post that we had written on the Harvest Profit blog by Colin Wilson, who's a grain merchandiser and now I think a grain industry executive based in southeastern South Dakota. Uh, Colin does a great job of peeling back the onion and, and taking a deeper dive into how grain marketing decisions are made. As I've talked a lot about on our blog, on our podcast, there's a, a big mental aspect to making grain marketing decisions. We are tripped up by biases. We are tripped up by um, just a lot of psychological factors that come into decisions when you're in an industry where there is uncertainty present. And that is an ever truth in farming. The two main factors that impact your revenue, the weather and the commodity markets, are outside of your control. If you go to harvestprofit.com backslash blog or just click blog at the top of our website, you can view all the posts that we have. I think we're over 100 posts now covering all different topics of farm management. And you will see Colin's post on no regret crop marketing. So minimizing the regret that's involved in a grain marketing decision, uh, regret or the fear of regret is a really big holdup in making a proactive, profitable decision. And Colin sees it on the farm and I saw it in my time uh, working as a consultant for farms all across the upper Midwest and just talking to customers at Harvest Profit, this trying to, the, the minimizing regret framework for decision-making doesn't tend to equal a lot of proactive, confident decisions. And so I'm going to just talk about a little bit about this blog post that Colin wrote and add some thoughts to it. Regret looks back. Opportunity is now. We aren't, go, you know, we can't predict the future. We can't change the past. All we can do is just take the data, the information that is in front of us and make the best decision we can today. And so if you go into a decision knowing that it's likely to be quote unquote wrong. And why is that? A grain marketing decision. There's either two things. If I sell grain today and look back at it in a month, I can criticize it 99.9% .9 of the time. What do I mean by that? I can either say I should have sold a lot more or I should have sold none. Very rarely, if ever, out of the thousands of marketing decisions a farmer is gonna make in their career, are you gonna look back and say, that was perfect. While I sold a lot, uh, it was you know the, the high five percent of the market, and I I dumped a bunch of grain, and you know wow, I feel really great about that. More often than not, you know you'll feel good about plenty of plenty of sales you make, but more often than not, you can look back with regret of either I should have sold a lot more or I should have sold a lot less. So just anticipate that that's always going to be the case, and you can minimize the impact that can make on your decision making. In trying to understand what the worst case scenario is for your decision before you make it, 
can also minimize the impact that regret has. So if you understand what is my, what are my insured bushels when it comes to a, a crop farm or you know, what type of insurance do I have in place uh, for a livestock operation? Knowing the impact, you know, knowing what your worst case scenario is. If you go to harvestprofit.com, the bottom of the screen, we have a farm risk matrix and you can plug in some numbers, plug in some crop insurance and see what is your, your worst case scenario. And so you can start to think, all right, for instance, if I'm a, if I'm a wheat farmer with a 70 bushel wheat APH, my, you know, my worst case scenario is going to come if I have say 50 bushels of yield and the market drops, you know, 20%. Well, maybe if you get half of your crop sold on a summer rally um, for the, the new crop, the old crop, or I like to, you know, you should be even looking two years out, you can maybe minimize that loss from a $100 an acre to $25 an acre. And so understand what the worst case scenario is when you're going into it. So you can plan for it, you can think for it. It doesn't you know, come as a, a huge surprise because if you, you know, if you end up selling a fair amount of grain in, you know, right before a drought where your crop is, where your yield is impacted and the price rallies, that is gonna hamper your decision-making for years, if not decades. So just think, what is the worst case that could happen if I do this today? And respect that and understand it and really understand the probabilities behind it. You know, what are the odds of a, a 2012-like drought? You know, one in 15, one in 20, and you know, those aren't the probabilities that makes a casino money. You know, you want to uh, understand that that happens. It happens, it's gonna happen a, you know, on average, maybe two or three times in your farming career. And that's just the nature of farming. That's just the reality of it. So trying to understand the worst case scenario before you make a decision can, can reduce the impact regret has on future decisions. And so the one, one of the t troublesome things that a lot of people don't understand and myself until you know, a person like Colin pointed it out as, is it gets harder to sell a, a shrinking pie. So a farm's production is a shrinking pie. So if you start out with you know, 100,000 bushels of, of wheat or of corn, and that's your insured production, as you sell 10, as you sell 20, as you sell 30, that pie becomes shrinking. The uh, behavioral economist Daniel Kahneman, who's really created um, a lot of foundational research on behavioral economics and why people make certain decisions, his quote is, negotiations over a shrinking pie are especially difficult. People tend to be much more easygoing when they bargain over an expanding pie. And so each individual crop year as you're making sales is a shrinking pie. So you can see it gets harder and harder to make sales when you're faced with that shrinking pie. How can we counterbalance that? We can counterbalance that by thinking about the farm as a whole is an expanding pie. You know, it's easy for people like me, for grain marketing advisors or consultants to say, you're always long grain, you're always long grain. Well, that doesn't change the fact that you have this shrinking pie and it's hard 
to keep selling and keep taking risk off the table when you're faced with this concept of a shrinking pie. You know, our brains just aren't wired to be overly excited about making sale after sale after sale and, and having the shrinking pie and the amount of production that you have available to sale to sell keep shrinking. So view it as, you know, view your farm as a whole as an expanding pie. The, you know, the fact that you always are long grain uh, does make sense, but it doesn't change the fact that you, ha- that you are faced with a hurdle that is the shrinking pie of that current year's crop production. So, you know, a way that I think a farm should focus this is anytime you are looking at prices that are at a level that you think makes sense to sell, try to target two or three crop years. You know, specifically, if you're looking out in years in which we have carry in the market, carry in the market one or just big rallies number two. You know, in the wheat market, for instance, uh, really all classes of wheat, we've seen really big carries. And oftentimes these carries have stayed relatively intact on rallies. And so you can get some really hefty premiums by taking advantage of the carry if you go out and sell that next year's crop. So always be looking for those opportunities. And then when we do have these rallies that tend to come, you know, yearly, you know, maybe this year as we're sitting here in the summer of 2020, we had a little rally that that went away really fast. It was a, a smaller rally than what we've seen historically. But in any year, uh, we're, we're likely to see a rally and it takes the carry out of the market in some of the commodities such as corn and soybeans. But you have to separate those two marketing years. And just because you can get a, you know, $5, you know, $4.50 for your corn for the current year and only $4.25 futures for the next year, you really have to separate those. So in commodities where you tend to have big carries, use that carry and go out and sell the out years uh, more often than not. Uh, in, your, in years in which we see a big rally and it takes the carry away, don't let that prevent you from making a decision because oftentimes, even though the future crop year is at a price less than the current crop year, oftentimes that can be the best opportunity we have to sell it because we wait until next winter, you know, the inverse is out of the market, but we're also, you know, a dollar lower, 50 cents lower. And so really separate those those crop years and understand that the farm is really an expanding pie. So we know that we, if we just understand that the concept of selling a bunch of production our current crop year is going to be hard it's going to be difficult that look to you know have you know you sell some instead of selling 40,000 bushels of of new crop corn when the weather is uncertain and you're just you know really feeling trigger shy you know sell a big chunk of your old crop sell 10 or 15 of of new crop sell 10 or 15 of the following year's crop spread it out and try to reduce the impact of the shrinking pie on your math. And Colin tells a little story here of uh, when he was, his first big trade as a merchandiser, he was at an ethanol plant. I think he was selling DDGs and he made a big sale. And a day later he felt like he made the wrong decision and he asked the more experienced merchandiser what he thought of the sale uh, he didn't even look at Colin. He just said trade and move on. 
And so that's really what we have to do as a, as a farm is once we make a decision, you know, we have to, when we're making that decision, we should one, you know, understand that the shrinking pie is going to make it harder to make future decisions. Understand what the worst case scenario is and the probabilities behind that. Be realistic with what the probability of that happening is. And if that worst case scenario comes about, you know, don't let that handcuff you for the following, you know, months, years, and even decades. You know that you can't predict the future, can't change the past, can't predict the future. We have to make the best decision we can today. And, you know, trying to focus long-term on building equity, so paying down debt, um, growing your farm's equity, knowing that if you can, uh, if you can grow your equity by 10% per year, and Colin points out the rule of 72, whereas if you take 72 divided by your interest rate, that's the amount of time it would take for you to double your equity. So 72 divided by 10, you would double your money every 7.2 years. You know, if you're looking at, say, a, a 35-year career, you'd be doubling your equity, you know, you'd be doubling five times. So uh, let's just say we go from 500 to a million to 2 million to 4 million to 8 million uh, and maybe up into the to the eight figures of net worth. So really just focus on ROI. Don't focus on where is my sale today versus where the market versus where the market was yesterday because that is just going to leave you paralyzed with regret. So uh, just to summarize here, number one, your farm production is a shrinking pie. That's gonna present hurdles in making grain marketing decisions. Two, we need to understand that worst case scenarios happen, but the probability of them happening is probably less than what we think today. Uh, we need to understand just the impact of regret on our decision making. Us as humans try to avoid regret, but in farming, specifically when we're doing grain marketing, when we look in the past, we're gonna almost always regret the decision. Should have sold a lot more or we should have sold none. So we just can't let regret minimize the, or trip us up for making the best decision we can today. And then focusing on other metrics, working capital, return on equity, um, your long-term equity growth, things that you have a little bit more control over that aren't quite as variable and changing um, as the day-to-day -day price fluctuations that can kind of drive us crazy. And, you know, at the end of the day, like I just said, understand that regret, you know, we as humans are going to try to minimize regret. And if you understand that, you can try hard and really be able to minimize its impact on your decision-making. So thanks to Colin Wilson, Grain Industry Now Executive at Dakota Plains Grain in Southeast South Dakota, for writing this blog post for us. If you want to read it, you can just go to harvestprofit.com backslash blog and read it and the other articles that we have posted there. And with that, that's another episode of the Harvest Profit Podcast. We're going to be doing more frequent podcast episodes, I promise. It's been a while, but we're going to really amp up the frequency here uh, the rest of the year and going forward. So have a great day and we will talk to you later. Thank you.